Radio, not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Every day will be Sunday. On the other side. Yeah, on the other side, not here. But on the other side, every day will be Sunday. And we thank God for it this morning. We thank Him that He's coming back one day. And He's looking for that church without the spot of That Mr. Mansfield Turner every day will be Sunday on the other side. And I tell you, we look forward to that. How many sick and tired being kind of sick and tired of the things that's happening in this whole world? Yeah, the things we have to see, you know, and pray for. And it's not a burden to pray for it. Many times, you know, this is not the way of God. And uh, he wished that none should perish. And we may try and witness to them and they don't want to hear what God says the Lord. They don't want to hear what God says. And so we just, sometimes it grieves us. Sometimes we cry over things because of what we see. I tell you. I on TikTok, I, I, I have to come off because it, it's just too much. 
It is entirely too much. The devil is wide open. And the people don't see. He said when he returned, people would still be getting married. People would still be having babies. People still going to work, going to school. It's what they call business as usual. They'll still be doing the same thing. People are teaching their babies how to twerk uh, and all this kind of stuff and not paying attention, not uh, deciding to seek God, investigate to see if there is a God from a sincere heart. They're carrying on like he's not going to return. There really is no God. This is the way that they live their lives. Because they include sugar or they include God in a song or a rap or whatever. They make me a Christian and that they're really pleased in God. But I'm going to know this morning, God just did not accept any and every old thing. Yeah. When we come to him, we come to him believing that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So daily, we got to seek God. Daily, we have to prepare for his return. We got to let our past go. Move on past that. And to the present with God. Because he have new things he desire of us. He have new things he want us to do. Yeah. He said, forget the better behind. And we have to press forward. Press towards of the prize of high calling. We got to do something different. Because if we're doing the same old thing, we're going to get the same result. If ever to seek God now is that time, I'm telling you. Because I don't know if these are the United States of America anymore. I don't know that. All I know is they calling it the U.S. or they just call it simply America because the United States of America have lost something. They are no longer united. Yeah. There are many southern states that are still behind the times of helping people and, you know, teaching people how to come out of poverty and all of these bad places. Uh, they're not coming together in a way where they can relate to the people so that the people can become educated and, and know that low income is not the way. Every tub must sit on its own bottom. How long will you expect the government to provide shelter for you, provide food for you, you know, provide money for you? How, how long will this continue? Because it's been generation after generation after generation. And if we want something different, we have to do something. And many times the government is not coming in to educate you on where you can come out of this. You have to seek these things for yourself because the government is straight. <laughs> they're, they're not looking for housing. They're not looking for food. They're not looking for income. They already established that for themselves. 
How many times you've heard people say, well, let's get the, the leadership uh, to take a pay cut. They're their pay, but they will cut yours. And there may be a day coming where there's no this and there's no that. What will you do? It brought me back to the place again, too. While we're preparing and waiting on God to return, we need to prepare our houses. You need to get food. You need to stock up water, tissue, cleaning supplies. I know we thought days were gone and we're back to normal and we just buy a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But you need to do that as often as you can, even if it's monthly. You need to store up for yourself the things that you will need, non-parish items. If you have children in the home, you want to get dried milk so that you can have milk for your children. Yeah. And you want to look into the way that you can store things. I, I see a lot of things you can vacuum pack on your own with just a plain, simple uh, Ziploc bag. You put it in water, leave the top open, and as you're putting it down, you know, get it down in the water, then you seal the top in a vacuum pack, whatever you put in there. Some things you can store in water for a very long time. Yeah. So we need to go back to looking into these things. Go back to looking into what you're going to need. Yeah. In the event that you can't get groceries, they told me that they're asking the farmers to receive three times much as they usually would make make to stop planting crops, to stop planting and making food to be delivered to grocery stores. So if all of this starts to take place, how will you eat? Do you have a garden? If you have room in your in your yard to plant, I would crop and freeze or whatever I need to do. And then even with the freezing, you know, you never know. So we may need to can some stuff, put it in jars, and start investigating stuff, you know, start looking up stuff that we can be prepared that if this stuff takes place, because we don't know if the United States belong to the United States anymore, if there's really a United States. Because like I say, it says U.S. and they say America. So we want to start preparing uh, for these things and preparing for the return of Almighty God. And if we're doing these things, we don't have time to get ourselves in trouble with living like the world. God has called many of us. We're still sitting down. We're still wondering when, how, and all of this. And God has already uh, showed you or told you or sent someone to tell you what you need to do. But then in a lot of cases, he calls some of us, but we're not ready because we really don't have faith enough in God. We have more faith in what we see in the world and, and more faith in what our flesh wants. But today is that day to go back to the old past and take a look around. And remember this, this is our topic for today. Recording your own movie daily. Remember this, you're recording your very own movie daily. 
you're the producer, the director, the leading actor. You're all of that in your own movie. Because one day God is going to play this movie back. And what will he see? And we won't be able to deny it because we'll know that is us. Every word and every deed we have to give an account of. So now is the time to start preparing and stop being concerned about what the world says and what the world is doing. We're peculiar people. We're not like everybody else. We're not doing what everybody else is doing. We're not talking the way everybody else is talking. We are forgiving, word-walking, spiritual-walking people. He said in his word, be ye holy for I am holy. And I asked the Lord to help me to pray more, and I found myself praying more, even yesterday. And that's a beautiful thing, talking to him more. And I said to myself, I don't care what I'm talking to him about as long as I'm talking to him, as long as I'm communing with him. I may be asking for something. I may not be asking for something. I may be just telling him something. It does not matter as long as I keep an open line of communication with him. Because I'm telling you, you know, not a day, not an hour, and he will return. He didn't tell us this because if he told us, we would know what day to get ready. He wants us to get ready every day. We're going to a great wedding. And anybody know when you prepare for a wedding, you just don't wear any and every old thing to a wedding. It's more of a formal. Most times it's a formal event. So we get our dresses and our gowns and our shoes and everything, hair done and nails done and all this stuff. Men get their suits uh, are prepared and their shirts and ties and shoes shine or new shoes and haircuts and all of this stuff because we're going in to look our best. So he don't want to return and you're preparing for the wedding. He wants you to have everything ready to go. Uh, uh, women, your, your, your dress match your shoes. Your shoes match your purse. You know, you, you prepared for this. You didn't wait until the last minute. Because ten was wise, if we remember, and, and, and five was wise and five was foolish. And the foolish had to go and get their oil. And when they returned, the door was shut and the wedding was going on. They missed out. We don't want to miss out. We want to have our work done. And it's not the work that's going to save us. God saved us because of his grace and his mercy, most of all, his love for us. But he said the harvest is plenteous and the labors are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labor. But how about the labor he called and chose us for, each of us? Yeah, we, we, we have a, a charge to keep and a God to glorify today. So we got to get up from setting down. Look, what if set down on us? Let's imagine this now. You praying to him and he's sitting down doing everything else but looking at and hearing your prayers. He don't even hear your prayers because he's somewhere else doing something else that does not concern the world. He could care less about what's going on. How do you feel? 
How would you feel if you went to him to repent and he wasn't there? Huh? How would you feel? So today, we don't want to turn our backs on God talking about us. We want to prepare for his return. And I know you say, well, the world's still going on like it always, and that's what the words say. They would still be getting married. They would still be having children. Women would still be pregnant. You know, folk won't be still going to school and still want all of this stuff. And he parted that sky. How would we look? When we stand before him, what would your movie show God? My goodness, from Zion. When he plays your movie, what will he see? What will you see? Because from all the way back from day one when you said I do with him, when you went to the altar and asked him to forgive you, you went to the altar and told him you was a sinner and you realized that. And now you need him to forgive you. Come into your heart and live forever. From forward, what will he see? Because before that, that's gone. He forgave him. Put all your ugliness in the sea of forgetfulness. But after that day, what will God see about you? Will he see love in your heart? Will he see that you love others and you was a blessing to them? Will he see selfishness? What will he see? We have to consider these things every day. Because this world is not the same. It has become wickeder and wiser. Even in in the church building, they call it. They call it the church. The building. It has become a building of entertainment. It has become a place where people acting as if they're God. And people run into the pastors, and they're not running to the altar to God. They're looking for the pastor to deliver them. They're looking for the pastor to give them what only God can. And that's a huge set free from any and everything that's holding you bound, that's holding you captive. You can't deliver you. Only God can. And see, when we begin to depend on these people they let us down. They are not God. They're not always hearing from him. Uh-uh. That's what they think. The scripture says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of is destruction. We got to get with God and get to know him. My sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. Again, if ever there's a time, draw nearer to God to to begin to prepare to seek God. That time is right now. Right now. We don't want to wait another day. We want to get back to the secret closet. We want to get back to praying in season and out of season. We want to get back to remembering no matter what the blessings God and miracles God have sent our way, we yet back in the closet because we yet need direction from almighty God who have all the power. Yeah. I'm not telling you not to hear your pastor. I'm not telling you not to support your pastor, but be careful. 
main support is in God. We support him more than we support that word. We support prayer. And we love. Not as the world loves. Because people won't understand. The world won't love this. Well, they did you wrong and you still love them, yes. Even said to pray for them, that is spitefully used. So many times you're going to have to get by yourself. Family won't be there with you because they don't understand. Many believe in an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth when God says we got to forgive. And you got to forget. Yes, you do. He forgave and forget. Somebody said, well, I'm not God. Well, you got to be like his son to go back with him. Yeah, you got to look like his son. You got to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. He forgave them. They done beat him raggedy. Made him carry his own cross. Think of this now. He weak, bloody, and they got somebody to help him carry his cross up Calvary's hill. When he got up there, they stretched him out on the cross and nailed him to it, hand and feet. Hung him up. And before it was all said and done, pierced him in his side, put a crown of thongs on his head. That hurt. And he yet suffering right there. He's yet suffering. And said we had to forgive. While he was up there suffering, he asked the Father to forgive them because they knew not what they were doing. And we got to do the same thing, Lord, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Forgive them, Lord. But instead, we get angry. Kill them, God. Strike them down. Let them die. Let them suffer. Let them, because we don't have forgiveness in our hearts. We don't know how to forgive. But yet, if we do something wrong, we want someone to forgive us, and we really want God to forgive. But he said in his word, if we don't forgive, he can't forgive us. So daily, we are recording our own movie. And you may not feel God, you may not see, but you are the one that's recording your own movie. And you're the leading actor. And according to what role you're playing, because you have minimal roles to play. Sometimes you may have to be the preacher. Sometimes you may have to be the nurse. You may have to be the doctor. Sometimes you may have to be the evangelist. Other times, you even have to be the prophet. You may have to be the apostle. You may have to be the preacher, the minister, the pastor, the bishop, the deacon. Whatever position is needed, you, you, you have to step right up and do it. This lady was sharing a story that she married at an early age, had a daughter at 19. And she could sing. And so she is a joke joint. Yeah, and she said she would go in and sing, and they would be dancing and drinking beer. She was a church girl. She'd come out to church. But when she got married, this what her husband enjoyed, so she went with her husband. He knew she could sing, so he went up and talked to the people, and, you know, they knew she could sing, and so every week they had her to come and sing. Well, one weekend they ended up uh, singing and partying and everything, 
and his man falls out in the floor. And they thought he was dead. But eventually somebody come and they got him back to life. And she said he started crying, calling for his mama and asking people to pray for him in the judgment. And she said, it come to shame of me before man, I would be ashamed of you before my father. So she said she went down to him and told him, I'll pray with you. And she, you know, went down and prayed a silent prayer with him. You see that? You never know. You never know when to show up at. You never know when he's returning. We don't know what can happen to us. This is why we don't, we be careful how we treat people. Because the person you treated the worst may be the one who have to come and give you a glass of water. You never know. These may be the people you, your last days, you end up staying with the one. Because they're the only ones that say, I'll take care of you. My door is open to you. But all along, you never liked these people, really. You was fake. You didn't care for them. You talked a good game. And when you could, you talked behind their back and did them dirty. But these are the same people that will have to come to your rescue. Be careful. Yeah. I taught my children that. I taught Sha- mainly Shantae, too. Because I would always tell her, I said, be careful with that now. Because of the, the particular job she had, probation officer, investigator, I said, you be careful. And yet God's people. And if God puts you in there, you got a special job to do. Where everybody else is sending folks to jail and doing them wrong, you got to have compassion. You got to be led by the Spirit of God. I know they got rules for you to follow, and you follow those rules because you agreed to follow them. Or whatever God says, let God's word be true, and every man be a liar. Because the one that's on probation, the person that have to pick you up off the sidewalk, may be the person that have to come when you had an accident and give you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation to revive you back to living. You never know. You could be in a store shopping and the one you done investigated and passed an ugly sentence on, you pass out in the store. This is the person that come and tell the people, I know her, she worked for this place. Contact them. They'll have more information on her while the rescue is coming so they can give the rescue or the ambulance what they need for you. We got to be careful. But we act like this is our last stop. This world, we many of us act like this is our last stop. After this stop, there's no more. But I'm here to tell you this morning, after this stop, there's another stop. And that will be your last stop. That second stop, stop. Because it will determine where you spend eternity. And I know people don't believe it. They don't want to hear about it. They don't like it. Folk just want to hear the good. Folk just want to hear God is working miracles. Folk just want to hear God is giving me today. He's blessing me. Folk just want to hear I'm going to be able to get past this. He's going to do this. That's all they want to hear. 
But at this stop, there's that last stop that determines where we spend eternity. And there are only two places that you can go. It's heaven or hell. And people don't believe that. And people don't believe once they get saved, they can backslide. They believe even in a backslidden state, when God comes back, he's going to take you, no sir and no ma'am. Now, he said he was married to the backslider, but if you don't repent and come out, come back to God, you don't belong to him. And he said this in his word. We belong to him if we obey him. If we don't obey him, we're not of his because we're disobedient children. And he's not going to own disobedience. He loves us. Yes, he does. But he won't lie for us. I can tell you that. You got a lot of them out here teaching, once saved, always saved. But I found this in the book of Revelation. He can erase your name out the Lamb Book of Life. And if you're disobedient, you don't believe your name is not in that book. Yeah, he removed it. Now, if we come back, your name can go back in the book. But we got to be being holy because he's holy. We got to come back wanting to do it his way. And I'm going to tell you, it's not, a, it's not a, a, a morning message where we and shout and scream and yeah, thank you, Jesus, and dance. It's, it's not that kind. It's a message that our hearts should not be heavy, but we, this is the message we should be jumping and shouting on. We should be rejoicing because we yet have a chance to get it right with God. We yet have a chance to seek him with our whole heart. And Lord, show me the way. Teach me your way. Teach me how to be holy because you're holy. Father, let this mind be in me that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. And God will do just that for us. Hallelujah. Listen, we're going to prayer, and when we come out of prayer, we're coming back with another song. And after this song, we're coming back with our scripture and our message for today. Yeah, and that message for today is recording your movie daily. Recording your movie daily. You can't go off my movie. He's going off your movie. For me, he's not going off your movie. He's off my movie. Hallelujah. And so we just want to seek God with our whole heart. This, if ever there was a time when we know is that time. I know you heard it before, but I'm telling you, it's time to seek God and to get real with him, to get stable with him and stay in a stable place. Whatever, if we got to tie our hand up, whatever to stay and remember to stay in a stable place with him. This is what we got to do. I put rubber band around my finger. I put string around my finger before because I needed to remember scripture and I needed to walk according to the word of God. Ah, yeah. Hallelujah. So let's pray this morning. And uh, Brother Lewis says that uh, he visited Sherry and she's much better for having trouble lifting her legs. And I, he said she needs to be able to go up two steps from the living room into the rest of the house and step up over uh, the bathtub to shower. So we're going to pray 
about the lifting, yeah, for Sherry this morning. And we pray that uh, Sister Samoa was blessed on yesterday because she went to, uh, you know, send her daughter home, you know, celebration. And so we want to lift her up in prayer this morning as well. And uh, those that are sick and those that are going through, we want to pray for them today. And uh, we want to pray that we'll remember God, hallelujah, and to seek his face, turn from our wicked ways, and to trust him. Yeah, believe what he said and trust him. Hallelujah. Prepare, prepare. We're preparing for his return. We're preparing food and water and tissue and whatever we are going to need. We're going to prepare for that as well. Hallelujah. God sent a message for a reason. And many times he sent a message and we get down. But we should get lifted up. And the reason we get lifted up, he's given us a chance so that we can survive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And whatever the Lord bring our way. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for another Monday morning. Thank you for another week starting, God, another week beginning. You're our God, your almighty God who have all power. There's no higher power. We come thanking you this morning for your love. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for his suffering. Thank you for his hanging and bleeding and dying and conquering all and rising with all power. We thank you that we have a right to the tree of life this morning. We thank you for every promise and every opportunity that you presented to us. We come this morning knowing that there's none like you. And Father, today we come before the altar and we bow down to you and ask this morning that you would fix our hearts and that you would regulate our minds. Father, you know about each of us. You made us for your pleasure. You know what we need to do to become holy because you're holy. You know what we need to do to repent and what we need to repent for. Father, help us today to become your people to become good children before excellent parents. Help us today in the name of Jesus, we ask. We ask this morning, Father, that you will let this mind be in us that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. Help us not to judge today unfairly, O oh God. Help us not to be against anyone. Help us to love our enemies. Pray for those that despitefully use us. Father, help us to forgive quickly in the name of Jesus. And Father, we need you to help us with these things because without you, we can do nothing. Father, we ask that your spirit would stir up in us, lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Father, we ask this morning that you would every caller and every listener, every household representative, every family member, every friend, those that are near and far. But, Father, you're almighty God. You're able to do it. Is there anything too hard for you? My answer is no. Hallelujah. Our answer is no this morning. Father, we ask that you would heal those that are sick here today. Lord, suffering God, aches and pains and just don't feel well. Father, touch and heal this morning in the name of Jesus. You hear all manner of sickness and disease. We ask this morning that you would heal 
us mentally and physically, God, and spiritually this morning. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask today that you would keep our hearts and, and keep our minds straight today. We need you, oh God. We can't make it without you. Many things we forget, but Lord, if you bring it to our remembrance, we can do it in the name of Jesus. As you strengthen us, help us today, oh God. Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military. Father, we ask this morning that you would bless widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people, Israel and Jerusalem. Have mercy this morning. America and the leadership of America. Our brothers and sisters, bless this morning, Father, as only you can do. You have the power. There's none like you. We bring Sherry before you this morning, and God, we bring her lifting. She can't lift. And she needs to get up two steps and step over to get in the tub to shower. Father, I ask that you would heal Sherry today, that you would loosen up the stiffness in that hip, oh God, in her leg, in her knee, even in her feet, God, move this morning in the precious name of Jesus. Heal today, oh God. Thank you. We know you're able. You're made. You know all about it today, God. Do it for your glory in the name of Jesus, and that she would praise your Father. We bring Sister Simone before you this morning, and we ask, Lord, that you would strengthen her and bless her as her week began. Lord, Saturday, she went to send her daughter off in celebration, and we ask that, Lord, everything went well. Everything went well for her. And, Lord, lead and guide her this week. Clarity in her mind and her heart, oh God. Let her look to you to the hills from which her help. Father, all of her help comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth. And Father, many here this morning are going through. And some sad because of the message of the day. But Father, stir up the minds of your people. Give them joy, peace, and happiness. That you've given us another chance to get it right with you. That you come back to remind us of the things that we need to do so that we won't perish and we won't be lost. We thank you this morning. We give you glory. We give you the honor and praise. And, Father, we love you today. For it was you who first loved us. We appreciate you. We're grateful unto you. For, Father, again, there's none like you. Help us today to get it right with you. Help us to see you. And help us to have joy, peace again, and happiness in you, O oh God. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. You are our all in all. You're all we have. And you're more than enough. For Lord, I ask that you would stir up the gifts in us. Help us to prepare for your return and stay stable in the preparation. Father, open doors and make ways that God we find food to store. So that whatever come our way, we'll be straight, God. We'll, we can live a little bit longer. We bind up every evil and hindering and negative spirit that's coming our way of Jesus. Anything that's not of God, anything that's not of Jesus, we bind it up and cast it back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. And Father, we loose your lessons and miracles upon each of us in the name of Jesus. 
your blessings and your miracles only upon each of our lives, upon each of us, our homes, our families, our friends, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And, Father, we ask it all this morning in your son Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We thank you for hearing us. We thank you for answering us. We thank you for being real in our lives. We thank you that you care for us. We thank you that you're more than the whole world against us. We thank you that you look beyond us and meet our needs. Oh, we're thankful this morning. We're grateful unto you. Father, we appreciate it today. Hallelujah. We love you. We love you today. For it was you who first loved us. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We thank you. Jesus for being our mediator who carry our petition to Almighty God. We thank you for the Holy all that carry our groanings that can't even be uttered. We thank you today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, His Majesty. Oh, we thank you this morning. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We can't thank you. Hey, we can't thank you enough, Father. For there's none like you, yet looking beyond us, yet meeting our needs. Are you yet hanging the sun in the sky and the moon at night, yet changing the season? And we thank you. You yet bless us with a roof over our head, food on the table, clothes on our back, father shoes on our feet, even transportation, even two or three dollars in our checking account. We thank you this morning, God. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. What more can you do? Father, you laid the foundation. You opened up the way. Hallelujah. What more can you do? Help us to come wholeheartedly, God, and stay and stay with you. Don't let our minds wander out, but help us to keep our mind on you, that you'll keep us in perfect peace. In the name of Jesus, again, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to his majesty. <laughs> thank you, Father. Mm, we thank you, Master. Hallelujah. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, have your way here. Move by your spirit, day. Bless each and every, each and every listener, God. Those coming through the archives and the podcast. Father, move by your spirit here today. Never before, oh God, let the spirit move. Nothing of me but all of you this day in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we give you glory. We give you the honor, and we give you the praise. Again, we ask it all, Father, this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah, he's an on-time God over and over and over again. He's an on-time God, and we love him today. Because of all he has done for us, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Hallelujah. And when I think back where he brought me from, hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to this one, and when we come back, we're coming back with our morning scripture.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Luther Barnes, and spirit fall down. We need it fresh upon us. We need a fresh new anointing from heaven. Yeah, you know how seasons change? And I like for God to send his spirit and change me. Yeah, he's the one that's doing the changing like the seasons. Because see, in this season, it's this way. And he has sent the anointing so that I could be that way for that season. The next season is a different season. I can't be the way I was in the last, the same way I was in winter. I can't be that way in the spring. It's got to change. So I need him to send his spirit fresh upon me in each season that I can see clearly. I can hear clearly from him. I can understand clearly what he would have me to do. And when I'm not sure, standing. I'm not going to move. I'm going to stand. And after standing, I'm going to stand some more. Hallelujah. I'm standing on the solid rock, his word. It won't bend. It won't give in. It's going to do what God sent out for it to do. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. We thank him this morning. So listen, our topic of today is this recording every daily. And what's happening is this. Every word we say, every deed, every action, every activity, from that last date that we went to the altar with him and asked him to come into our hearts and live. Ever since then, your movement began. Because past that backwards, in your past, that's been wiped away. If you went to the altar and asked God to forgive you, that's what he did. Yeah, that's what he did for you. We just have to have the faith to believe that's what he did. Because I know some people go every week to get saved. No, you're not believing. (laughs) You're not believing that God saved you. He saved you at the altar when you asked him to. He came into your heart to live forever. But after that day, what took place? Where did we go? Are, are, are we like the, everybody else? We criticize folks because we think we got, got something that we didn't even continue to seek so that it could grow in us? Because I teach people now that you receive the Lord, go, be fruitful, and multiply. What I mean by that, go get in the word and stay in the word and have patience for God to move. Stay in your prayer closet. He's going to teach you something, and I take them right back to those of us that believe we must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Because somewhere along the line, we got off the path of seeking him. We started seeking a wife. We started seeking a husband. We started seeking children. Uh, if we already got that, we started seeking stuff and things because somebody told us that he's a supplier of not only needs, but he's our shepherd and we shall not want. So we put more energy into seeking what would take care of the flesh more than we put energy into seeking what would take care of his spirit in us. Because if you don't feed your body, you're going to die. If you don't give it water, you're going to die. Same thing with your spirit, man. 
If you don't feed that spirit man the word of God, if you don't feed the spirit man love and attention, you don't feed the spirit man faith and trust, he can't stay. You done malnutrition him out. He wasn't getting enough vitamins and nutrients and minerals to stay. And this is why when folks tell me once saved, always saved, no, no. I can't go back to the dope selling world. I can't go back to the horn world. Huh? I can't go back to lying, stealing, and cheating, smoking marijuana. I can't go back there. I, the spirit man will malnutrition. It will die because I'm not giving them no giving it no substance. I'm giving everything else what it needs, but I'm not taking care of the spirit man. Now I ask them to come in there and live forever. But I got to continue to seek him with my whole heart. Nothing comes before him. He should get the first fruit of everything concerning me. I, I don't understand love because I've never been loved. I, I, I didn't, my mama didn't love me, dad. I, I don't know. I got to go to him and ask him to show me what love is. I, I, I don't know how to forgive. I'm not looking for the preacher to teach me how to forgive. I'm going to him, the one who said to forgive, and ask him to teach me how to forgive, and be prepared for the teachings that he give me to obey it. Because a lot of times we ask God for stuff when the instructions come, we back out of it because our flesh is going to hurt. Whatever we need is what the preacher should be teaching. We go to God. Oh, you can come to me and ask me questions and we'll get in the book. We'll pray and get in the book. Uh, if God is uh, uh, using my mouth, we'll do that however he's moving. Sometimes it may just be prayer and a scripture, and that's it. But we're going to him for all we need. Lord, teach me how to keep my mind on you so I can be in peace. Teach me how to walk in the spirit that I don't fulfill the lust of my flesh. Teach me, Lord, not to be a judgmental Christian. And teach me, Lord, so that I can understand I can't do these things on my own. I can't stop me from doing nothing. For without you, I can do nothing. I need you to come in and teach me and show me how to do these things. God, you called me to something. Or you may have chosen me for something. I need you to come in and teach me. I need you to come in and show me. I heard what the people said. I told you about the times when me and some friends would be going to the weed man. And they were so old oh, got a tent up over there. They, they under the tent. Let's go see what they're doing. Now, I don't want to go under no tent. Now, come on now. Let's go on down here. The boy said he got a fat sack for us. We ain't, go, we ain't going over there fooling with the people. Why? 
I said, because time I hit the door, they could be up preaching. They're going to stop and say, come here, baby. Me pray for you, and then they're gonna tell me God called you to something. God, you're chosen. I don't want to hear that today. I'm going down here, read man saying about this fat fact now, and told you, let's go. They'll keep on now. We ain't going down there. We're going on there. We're going under this tent and see what's going on. As soon as I hit the door, it's on and popping. Come here, baby. Let me pray. See, I didn't want to hear that. But we got to go to God because we can't stop ourselves. We're going to want to continue on in the fun life. But May the 24th, 2021, time out for the fun life in the world. Get fun life in Jesus. It's fun when I sing and praise. It's a good time in that. I can get high praise and worship, never have a hangover, never be sick, never lose a part of my brain, brain dead and them cells not coming back. I don't have to go through that. We want to stay with songwriter wrote a song that says, who's on the Lord's side? If we for him, it should show. When I tell you we're recording our movie daily and we have the leading role in our own movie. See, I can't blame Angela Bassett for playing me in the movie. I can't blame her. She won't be a leading actor in this role. When I sing praises unto the Lord, I can't blame Dorothy Norwood. For missing any notes in the song. It's not Dorothy Norwood that's performing, it's me. And I got to do it from my heart. I can't do it from my lips. Because my lips and my heart must line up together unto God. Because if it does not, he hearing what I'm saying, but he's seeing what I'm doing. And if what I'm saying and what I'm doing is two different things, he knows a lot. And these are his words, not mine. A liar won't tarry in his sight. Hallelujah. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 5 this morning. And in here it's about the husband and wife. But it yet let us know about the church. Yeah. The opening words, uh, so that he might, in the first part of Ephesians 5 and 27, as cited in the question, indicate that the verse is referring to something described in the immediate preceding verses that Jesus did in order to be able to present the Christian church to himself with no spot, wrinkle, or blemish of sin. That something, as described in Ephesians 5, 25 and 26, was that Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. Yeah. So look, let's look at Ephesians 5. It starts off like this in verse 1. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, 
Anybody know when a child loves somebody, they, they'll follow them to the bitter end? I've had children, when I go around, they don't want me to leave, and if I got to leave, they want to go with me. Where are you going? I said, well, I got to go run some errands. What kind of errands? <laughs> well, I got to go here and I got to go there. Can we go? No, baby, y'all can't go because where I'm going, they... You know, they don't allow children in there, or I can't take children. Oh, we want to go, please. I, I've been in situations where they say, where are you going? I'm going home. Can I go home with you? I said, no, because when I get home, I got work to do. I'll help you. You, you can't help me with this, baby. Well, can I come tomorrow as dear children? Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Is he good to you? Have you taste ah, hey, glory? Have you taste to see that God is good? If he's good to you, do you want to follow him? I'm talking about everywhere he's going. Do you want to follow him? Do you want to follow him from Genesis to Revelation? Do you want to follow his spirit? Do you want his spirit to lead and guide you so you can follow him better? What is it you, you want to do concerning God? Because this is what his word said. I, I didn't say it. You can't hold it against me. I, I, I wasn't there when he inspired man to write it. But he said, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. In verse 2, look at what he says. <laughs> and walk in love. Oh, wait a minute, Barbara. But, but Barbara, see, you don't understand, Barbara. They, they cuss me out. Yeah, Brother Mike, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, Brother Mike, we going. Yeah. He said, and walk in love. Look now, walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and sacrifice for sweet-smelling savor. Look at this. Walk in love. How will people know that you are of God? How will they know? Because you're not mean. You don't, you, you don't have a mean look on your face. You, you have a pleasant look. There's just something about you. I told you a while back, when I go in these different appointments and in these different places, I got to be careful because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm walking in love. I'm happy. I don't really have a care in the world if I tell the truth because I take my burdens to him and leave them there and walk away obeying him. So if we're walking in love, we care about even the world. The people in the world, we care about them. Why is that, Barbara? Because he wished that none should perish. We see what they're doing, and we know there's a better way. We know that they can come and record a different kind of movie, because the movie that they're recording now is truly horror. It's truly a horror movie that you're recording when you're not recording according to the word of God. When, when, when you're not pleasing God in your everyday life, 
when it's your thing and you're doing what you want to do. And nobody can tell you who to sock it to. Let me tell you something. It's a horror movie. It's Fright Night. It's scary. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for sweet smelling faith. Now tell me he didn't do it something that believed. Tell me he didn't offer himself as a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savor. Huh? The fragrance was wonderful. Because the father got to see that the son loved him. The father got to see that not only did the son love him, but he loved us. And that he would obey the father to the bitter end. When I've gone on down to verse 3, it says, but fornication, all, A-L-L, that's a big word. Do you know how much all covers and all uncleanness cleanness, or covetousness? Let it not be once named among you as becometh the saints. This is when we sustain ourselves in him. This is when we stay in him. This is when we remember that he's a holy and we must be holy. This is when we remember it's his way or no way. When we remember we got to let this flesh die so that God can live. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. You went to the altar. You said, I do. You said, come into my heart and live forever. These are the requirements. This is what calls us to diligently seek him so that he can reward us with taking the desire of fornication out of us. Now, he don't take the desire to, to, to have a relationship with your husband, to do benevolence unto your husband sexually. No, not, not the husband and the wife. This is for unmarried folk. Yeah. All uncleanness, anything that I'm not doing that's clean before the Lord. If I'm jealous of somebody, I'm envious of somebody, I want what you got. And I'm upset that I don't have it, all kind of foolishness. Don't let this be once named among you. The people of God, the saints of God, the children of God, the believers, don't let it be named there. You could be a Christian, the true follower of Christ. You didn't go out just to see what he was doing. You didn't go out to report back to others, to the wrong people. No, you, you went out to get the teachings from him so that you can obey, so that you can please Almighty God. Help us today, Lord Jesus. In verse 4, neither filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving. See, we're not wasting our time uh, 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 with foolishness. There's a time and a place for everything. We're not doing all kind of ugly things, filthy things. I'm not doing to my husband what the word said for me not to do, even in the bedroom. Whatever God said is clean, this is what we're doing. 
If we go back to the book of Genesis, he laid some rules down, but not just the Ten Commandments, but he laid some other things down back there that let us know these things are still in effect. It was written for our learning, and we learn from that, so we're not going to do it concerning being saints of God, children of God, the people of God, the believers, the true Christians, the true followers of Christ. We're not doing all this kind of stuff. We're careful. Because the eyes of the Lord is in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. So he know when we're doing filthiness. He know when we're doing foolish talking. I've seen the ushers and the deacons play together in his house talking crazy. I've seen married couples in his house, even the pastor, talking foolish talk in the sanctuary. Nor just. Joking in his house, joking in the pulpit. No, 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 no. Let's don't do that. Which are not convenient. It's a time and a place for everything. Now, if I get on here and, and I say a couple of things and we laugh, okay, this is not his house. This is not the pulpit, although this is his. But I, in the holy place of the pulpit where you're pulling folks out of hell but rather giving a thanks. Take that time in the sanctuary. Take that time when you got time and praise God. You get together like an Andrea Spinner and you're praising God. Yeah. You don't want to talk about foolishness. She even told me I have to be careful what even I say about my husband. Huh? <laughs> so foolish talking. Yeah. Which is not convenient, but rather giving a thanks. Yeah. Five says, but this ye know that no homonger nor unclean person, I'm going to go back to that, that no homonger nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, has an inheritance the kingdom of Christ and of God. Listen, we're not flipping and flopping from one person to the other that we're not married to. And people think they call the prostitute whores. Now, they're not, they, they could be that too. But a whore lay for fun. The prostitute lay for money. Yeah, the whore lay for fun and the prostitute lay up for money. So that no homemonger, not unclean person, unclean per yeah, somebody doing in and every old thing. They lying, they cheating, they stealing, they selling dope, among many other ugly things. They unclean. God can use uncleanness. Not covetous man who is an idolater. See, I I I, I can't worship that car. I can't worship the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I can't put no other thing before God. That job, my children, my husband, my thing is before God. Because I'm pleasing my flesh more than I'm pleasing God. Oh, well, I go to church. I said I'm a Christian, didn't I? Well, where did you get saved? Well, the pastor told me to come down there. I went down there for altar call, but to get down on your knees and ask God to forgive you of your sins, you realize you've been living unclean. 
you, you, you realize what you've been doing. And you ask him to come into your heart and live. Well, I don't know about that. And some people did it, but they didn't seek God afterwards. They, 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 they had a, a feeling, a, a, an experience in the church building. And they went down there, but they didn't fully do what they needed to do. They had big things. They didn't repent. They didn't. They, no covetous man who is an idolater. What are we putting before God today? I was putting TV. Boy, look here. I was in here in the movies after movies after movies. Oh, just enjoying myself. Cut it off. <laughs> Turn it off. Now get the word and, and, and let's get some prayer going. What, what are we putting before God? Because, see, I had prayed a prayer a long time ago. Lord, that I, I wanted to come a day when I could just lay back and watch movie after movie. And he done did that so many times for me. And I'm just going to keep it going. That movie time, I could take that to praise him. That movie time, I could take that to study him. It's not like Netflix. It, it, it's not like pure flick. It's not like to buy or none of that is going away. On demand going to be there. Prime going to be there. And so many other, oh, they got so much. See, because the devil is the prince of the air, and if he can keep you busy with TV game playing, what they got now? The Xboxes and, and the, the, the game. If he can keep you wrapped up in that, he'll keep you from praying. He'll keep you from studying the word of God for yourself. But he said, all this right here have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. If this was doing, that's why he shut it down. You, you're going to stay with me or you, you're going to stay over there with the, uh, the TV? You're you, you going to stay over there with harsh lands or, or, or what you're going to do. Anybody seen that movie? That was a nut. I had no clue he was going to I was like, what? But see, it show us what's out here. You're an FBI agent around here smoking angel dust. You, you're an FBI agent around here take popping mind. You're an FBI agent around here smoking uh, weed, marijuana. Drinking and driving, selling uh, uh, illegal guns, robbing people. Come on now. Let you know what's out here. The police pull you over and he hides. You don't even know it. And you talking back crazy to a man that ain't even in his right mind or a woman that's not in hers. If your hand is in the lion's mouth, if you're smart, you'll ease it out. Because if you try to snatch it off, out, he's going to bite it off. And might get the arm too. Six says, let no man deceive you with vain words. Don't do it. Vain words. Because, see, they got some stuff always, once saved, always saved. They'll tell you some stuff now. And if you don't go to God and go to the word for yourself, praying for understanding, praying for knowledge and wisdom, you're going to be messed up. They got all kind of sayings now. All you got to do is believe, and that's it. Well, many went to the altar and believed that Sunday, but when they got up, they went back out there, and guess what? 
The devil choked it out, some of them. The weeds come up and choked it out of them. Some of them, it didn't fall on good ground. It fell on stony ground. It couldn't get down and then take root. Yeah. So let no man deceive you with vain words. Oh, it sounds good. It sounds easy if I do it this way. Oh, yeah. See, I can, I can be in God this way. Yeah, I'm good to go. I still can I still can do that. No ma'am and no sir. He said, if we come any other way than through the door, we come as a kind of robber. There's getting around it. There's no getting around living right. There's no getting around living holy. The only way is through Almighty God who have all the power through his son, Jesus Christ. So don't let man deceive you with vain words because they're they preaching what folk want to hear. They even preaching it's your thing. Do what you want to do. That's not God. But there's a, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. But because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Did you hear that? Now, ask us not to let no man deceive us, or he told us with vain words. Because if you do not, these things come as the wrath of God woo, upon the children of disobedience. You mess around and have a real bad accident. God been protecting you before. And you've been driving like an idiot for years and got away with it. No tickets, no accidents, 